And 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 when you call when you guys call your parents, you don't want you want that intimacy there too. So you say the and thy mm. there as well. How art how art how art thou? How art thou? Uh, oh, thy cooking mother is it smells so <laughs> delightful. Hello and welcome to Catholic Bites, a podcast for busy Catholics. This is Father Conrad. I have with me Father Chris Scythe, and from his mysterious underground bunker far away, undisclosed Father location. Alex Scott. Happy to That's be back right. though. Good. Well, we're happy to have you on the phone. So, not on today, the phone. <laughs> oh, that's right. undisclosed. Undisclosed, undisclosed location of, of communication. Oh, okay, fine. Whatever. We're communicating via tin cans hooked up <laughs> into the computer. So, um, okay. So today's topic is something really interesting. And when I found this out, I thought it was super cool. And so I'm building it up way too much. But when you hear <laughs> When you hear the words thee and thy, especially like our Father who art in heaven, how it be thy name, what is your impression of that kind of language? Mm. So I would say, I think of it, go ahead, Father Chris. Oh, I was going to say, it sounds very formal and kind of like distancing. Yes, it's kind of yes. like archaic and therefore it has mm. kind of like a, like a grandeur to it. Exactly. Like I think about, uh, uh, this is a very stupid story, but one time I wrote a letter to my favorite frozen yogurt store and uh it was a little out of control <laughs> and, and i wanted it to sound very formal so i used a lot of these and thighs and like it's hanging on the wall that frozen yogurt place still wow so, yeah man it was a local struck celebrity it, struck it big man good for you <laughs> wow um, <laughs> uh so would it, you know i think i think that's most people's perception of those words is it's archaic it sounds old-fashioned it's used to church it's formal um but in reality that's not how these and thys developed. It, just like in Spanish, there's the ustedes, which is the, um, uh, or usted, which is uh, the uh, formal so, version yeah. of you, and then there's tu. And same thing in German, du and z. Uh, in English, we had that as well. We had a formal version of you, and we had an informal version of you. Mm. And the formal version of you was you. And then the informal version of you was the. And so, so like I would just every time I saw you, you said, "How are the? How art the? You'd have to conjugate the verb properly. Yeah. How art the? Uh, like we're using the. the uh, <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like the uh, the our father though. I mean, that's that's yeah, exactly, exactly the language we use, right? And yep, and and that's done on purpose. Like yeah. the the translators so, of the Bible. Go ahead. I was just gonna say it's fascinating because we hear that, and as we said, it's like one hundred percent, one hundred percent. We think that that sounds. Like what we're doing is we're addressing God more formally in His Majesty, yeah. And kind of, yeah. Like, like in a, in a formal way, and like, that's actually the exact opposite. Okay, go with that. So when when the translators of the of the King James Bible and the the Dewey Reams Bible translated God communicating with us and us communicating with God, they purposely chose the informal version of the second person singular. Okay, the thou thy. Because when we communicate with God, we're not communicating with some potentate far off who has many servants and, and we have to acquiesce to and, and kowtow to and bow and all these different things. We are talking with our Father. Mm. You know, St. Paul says that the Spirit speaks within us and cry, allows us to cry out, Abba, Father. And Abba is a term of endearment. It's, mm. it's, it's, a, it's a dad, you know, and that is how God communicates with us. And that's how we communicate with God. We communicate with him through this very intimate, familiar kind of way. Huh. So, 
it, I, it's, it's funny because not only is that the opposite of what we would expect, right? I imagine that at the time, and maybe this is a little bit of an overstep or a little bit of a presumption, but uh, that probably was, was sort, of, sort of a scandalous choice to say, like, God is going to be not, not you, but he's going to be thee and thou. So this is my question. Yeah. How do we balance the intimacy mm-hmm. and yet not take away from the grandeur of it? Right. Yeah. Because I think in our culture, I mean, everything has become flattened, you know, yeah. so we address, you know, an elder in the same way we, we would address, you know, a, a peer and we've lost something there. Mm. And so how can we recapture this sense of intimacy with someone that is at the same time infinitely greater than us. Yeah, that's that's an interesting question and I think part of it has to deal with the fact that we we I think we naturally tend to see and maybe this is just me, but we naturally tend to see God in his majesty inaccessible far away from us. I think that's I fair. I think I think it's yeah, I I think it's like we you know, we we think of him in the thunder and the lightning and we think of him, you know, uh as as being our creator, but it's much harder, I find, for us to have that close, intimate relationship of of, of a friendship. And usually, like, and I'm not just saying that, like, from my sure, case, sure. but when I'm talking to people about prayer or something like that, I always have to say, like, talk to them like you talk to a friend. You know, talk to them like you like you would talk to anyone in a certain because he wants your heart. He wants to share your heart. He wants to be intimate with you. Mm. And and I think most people still see him as someone to be bargained with far, far away yeah. or someone who, oh, I better not mess up because he's going to, he's going to double my time in purgatory, you know, like, and, and <laughs> so I think, I think there's a natural tendency in us to, to keep him at a distance and he chooses mm. uh, to become man and to, to teach us to ta- call him father in this intimate way, you know? So I think in that sense, sure. It, it's kind of a natural fix to the, to the problem. Sure. But I think something else that, just as you were speaking, I was aware of is I grew up with such, you know, from like Catholic school and everything, this tendency, oh no, God is, is so relatable. And, and it cheapened, I think the intimacy Mm. that the language that you're using is trying to communicate. Right. Um, And so I think what we need to have is a reappreciation for what intimacy means Mm. that it's, it's a sacred moment that, and it's a, a sacred bond and yes, it is totally relatable. I mean, like when my mom and dad banter at each other, you know, I mean, there's a playfulness to it. And yet it's grounded in a very solemn, intimate relationship. And so I think that for me, when I hear Jesus or, or God uh, lowers himself to, to communicate in this way, I hear cheap relationship, mm. um, not something to be taken light or seriously, you know, whatever. But I think what you're saying is, no, it's it's intimate and we've just forgotten what intimacy means. Yeah. 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 It's not like he's a he's just like your buddy sitting on the couch, per se, you know, but it's, it's but he is relatable. Like he's relatable. It's, so yeah. it's a both hand. It's yeah. a both. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the, I mean, the the way that the words that he uses. So we use thee and thou, you know, in old English um, to, to communicate that relatability, obviously, because there was probably the primary sense of God they had was maybe a little more formal than we hold today. I mean, we, we in a certain sense, have kind of doubled back on the other on the other direction. Um, but at the same time, the words that he gives us to describe him, I, I mean, it, it can't be, 
you know, it can't be understated words like father, uh, we take it for granted now. <laughs> and really even like Abba, which is like a, you know, like a, a like Swedish a little pop band. kid's word of, of wow. their father, wow. right? Like there's, <laughs> what, 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 oh, also a Swedish pop band, but that's not quite what he was going for. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, so you got father, you got Abba and, and even things like shepherd. I mean, Jesus goes to, aside from his very person being the personification of a relatable love for another person, um, every way that he reveals the Father, it's it's to make clear, like, yes, he's almighty. I mean, God is almighty. God is omnipotent. We know all these things. I know Jesus doesn't use those words exactly, but it's it's implied a million times over sure. in the scriptures. Um, but Jesus is very clear to say, no, you know, when you pray, you say, our Father. And, you know, I call upon my heavenly Father. I don't call upon my heavenly King, which he easily could have said, um, but I call upon my heavenly father to, uh, to, to, to come close to me. And so I think it's, you know, the father is maybe the, the, the perfect kind of image, this parental image of, of simultaneous, like, um, you know, authority over us and like, uh, and like power, um, to, to care for us. Sure. And at the same time, like this incredibly intimate, tender love for us. I think a great, if you want a really good, uh, image of this, watch Fiddler on the Roof. And the the relationship that Tevya, the main character, has with God is just so much this what what you're talking about. I mean, he's the way that he communicates with God, even his song, If I Were a Rich Man, you know, would that be so bad? Would it like ruin your plans, God? I mean, it, it's so real and it's just it's great to see. So go watch Fiddle on the Roof. Well, and that's that's the other aspect about this that I think is important, which is that our communication with God, like sometimes when we communicate with God, we think we need to like like, like if you're writing a, f- a formal letter to someone, sure. you have to like change how you how you naturally speak. Everything gets different. You have to format it perfectly. Like we think that when we're praying to God, we have to like put on our best Sunday best and like make him see that. But God doesn't want like a facade that we do to be formal with him. God wants our heart. He wants all of us. And so he'd much rather have us speak to him in this informal way in which we can truly encounter him. As opposed to, you know, oh, all my prayers, you know, are said in perfect cadence and in a perfect tone. Mm. That being said, I think, Father Chris, you have a point. <laughs> like, it is important for us to acknowledge that he is our king. He is he is our God. He is the creator of all things. He is full of majesty and splendor because that makes his intimacy even better. Right. Because we right. realize we've been so, you know, wonderfully condescended to. Like, that he is, he is truly... Uh, emptied himself and taken the form of a slave and and joined mm, our our lot. Yeah, no, it's uh, yeah. it, it's a it's a remarkable. I mean, it's it's a remarkable thing to be able to call God um, by a familiar term. You know, the these and the thous, because we realize who he really is, right? I mean, mm-hmm. and we can never forget we can never forget that fact, that basic fact, right? That uh, that God is is uh, omnipotent and, and powerful. Um, you know, it's funny just like, cause in a past generation that never would have been up for grabs, you know, nobody yeah, ever exactly. would have forgotten that. <laughs> um, and I'm not saying that necessarily it's like a rampant problem now, but it, it is kind of a problem now. Um, but it's such, I mean, I'm just going to call you like every time I talk to thou now I'm going to use, you can these use these and thou. This is, this is what yeah. I'm learning from this. Uh, don't bother me. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the plan from here on out. And, and, and when you call, when you guys call your parents, you don't want, you want that intimacy there too. So you say thee and thy mm, there as well. How art, so, how art how thou? Art thou? How art thou? Uh, oh, thy cooking mother is, it smells so <laughs> delightful. No, it'd be thy, thy cooking mom. Oh, thy cooking <laughs> yeah. Mom, you're doing it right. wrong. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> 
Okay. Well, let's end it there. Thank you so much, Father Alec, for spending thy time with us. And thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Father Chris, as well, for your help. And uh, Wow, wow. <laughs> and thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, dear listeners, if you'd like to listen to other great Catholic podcasts, you can find us at CatholicPartsPodcast.com, or you can find us on iTunes. And if you give us a review on iTunes with a lot of stars in it, that's always helpful. So if just hit five stars there and you're good to go. Thank you, and God bless you.